was a really gross way to say it. I mean, I wasn't going to say anything until you said yeah. it, and then, okay, well, we're here. We're going to talk about this. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, first and foremost, brother, happy new year, JB. I appreciate that, man. Um, let's hope uh, big things in 2024, right? Big things are going to be popping. I believe mm-hmm. it. I believe it, man. Uh, what's good, man? Anything new? Uh, not really, dude. Uh, let's see. 50 Flies are getting ready to release our song Devil here soon. Let's go. Um, then after that, we'll be following up with the music video at some oh, point. Oh, sweet. Let's go. And... We're just going to continue to release music every few months throughout I the year. It's the plan. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we got we got a few shows on the books. Uh, we're actually going to be at a, a meet. <clears throat> actually, on actually, the twelfth. Actually, go ahead and drop that news. Oh, Thing, bro, go ahead, drop it one time. I got some big news coming out here. Oh, I got some big news coming to y'all, guys. You got some? All right. Team, get ready. The biggest names in the NC Rock music game are gearing up for a show right here in Concord, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Amici's Pizza and Sports Bar, January 12th. (laughs) If you are in the Charlotte area, Charlotte metro area, or you want to travel for some great music, you definitely need to come out. JV, Yeah. where can the people find more information, my good sir? That would be at 50flies.com. 50flies.com, baby. 50flies.com. Uh, Let's go. Actually, let me double check that just to be sure it's just 50flies.com. <laughs> well, it's 50flies it across all social media. It's 50flies everywhere. Yeah. Check but it, check 50flies.com will lead us to all, lead you all the socials, um, merch store. Oh, oh uh, you can get that fly shirt that Clyde's wearing right now. And about, I think about four or five other designs, you know, koozies. Somebody wants some wine glasses. Uh, shot, shot glasses be- too? Beer glasses, shot glasses, whatever, man. Uh, get on there and order all those, so. Uh, but yeah, Concord coming up. Then uh, we're hitting High Point. We're doing a two sh- a back-to-back show. We're going to High Point and then going to uh, Asheville in April. And then we got another show in Greensboro in April as well. Um, you can see all that on the on the band page. Guys, so, check it party. out. Welcome to the episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for ISS, Arthur the King, in our movie of the week, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Jason Momoa is back, guys. 
All right, team. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope it was a good one yes, last sir. night. You rang in the bell. Uh, we got some trailers here for you. Uh, ISS and Arthur the King. Guys, we tell you each and every week, and we're continuing to get more people's eyes on our socials, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Share, like, and subscribe, guys. There is a link tree in our show notes. Click that. Look at all our socials. It helps us out. It helps you keep in contact with us. Um, yeah, guys, let us know all your thoughts and uh, see our full reaction on our YouTube page, which you can also see on the link tree. Check it out. All right, team. Uh, we have ISS. Uh, according to IMDb, tensions flare in the near future aboard the International Space Station as a conflict breaks out on Earth. Really, the U.S. and Russian astronauts receive orders from the ground, take control of the station by any means necessary. JV. Dang. What are your thoughts on this, brother? Uh, a very interesting concept I've never thought about. Right? Uh, right? There are people that are not on Earth. But at any given time, there's people up in the space station, right? So always they're just people out on earth sometimes never thought about that. Uh, what happens if something <clears throat> pops off here on earth? Yeah. Yeah. You got the guys hanging out up there. They're just doing their job. <laughs> and, uh, now the, the planet's on fire. Uh, yeah, I kind of thought yeah, it was going to be more of a, uh, an alien movie when it first popped off. I was like, something was going to happen to the space station itself. Uh, yeah. But an interesting turn that it was actually earth. That uh, is the problem here. Uh, I like that. I like yeah. that actually, you know, because we got, yeah, yeah. we got so many movies that happen in space. And then like the team is having a good time. And then an alien pops on board, i.e. the original <laughs> right, OG, yeah. the movie alien. So um, yeah. and then there was that movie life with Ryan Reynolds and, Jake Gyllenhaal and them. So there's been so many iterations of that. This is a conflict that we're dealing with here and the, you know, U S and Russia where there's tensions and they right. turn that into a very small, tight space movie where they're all buddy, buddy and friends, but that now they have to be enemies because they still report to the U S and Russia respectively. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th this looks, this looks like it's going to be a good time, man. I, I think this is going to be a really good time of a movie, man. You got, um, leading the way, Ariana DeBose, John Gallagher. It's a great cast, man. Oh yeah, it's a great cast. Chris Messina. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be in some tight quarters, and uh, interesting to see how that fight plays out, right? Is it like a, is it a brawl? Is it a smarts to smarts thing? Yeah. Um, a little mix of both. Uh, just curious, man. Yeah, it looks like a pretty cool, pretty cool concept. I mean, not a cool yeah. concept, but an interesting concept, I guess I should say. No, definitely both interesting and cool. Yeah. Like, this is a movie that will draw people in the theater to see, man. It looks beautiful. Um, yep. you know, the, the CGI, the graphics, the, the look and feel of the movie looks absolutely awesome mixed with that tension. 
I'm yeah, mm-hmm. definitely in the theater for this one. Guys, we're gonna throw this on our socials. Uh, this is ISS starring Ariana DeBose. Let us know your thoughts. All right, team. We got Arthur the King, uh, an adventurer racer, adopts a stray dog named Arthur to join him on an epic endurance race. I want to start by saying this, man. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is just one of those guys has been around and doing it since we were kids, and mm-hmm. he's take he's always been the type of actor who takes on different roles. Like, he doesn't stay right. in his wheelhouse, right? Uh, he's Marky Mark, but he takes his acting in so many different directions, man. And this is another layer that he's unpeeling. Um, I think this is going to be a really feel-good time of a movie for the whole family. Um, Agreed. This is something that I would definitely like to see in theaters, man. Um, this looks like I, I use the term fun, but just I have always been interested in those guys and those teams that like do these Iron Man competitions. And this looks like the most epic one. Yeah. Where that's a, that's a lot. I mean, you guys a, are a, climbing mountains with their bikes. Like, not yeah. riding them, like, just carrying no. them on their back. <laughs> they strapping the bike to their back and yeah, climbing them out. The bike's riding them. The bike's riding them yes. at some point. During Basically, this crazy. yes. Uh, good cast, man. Mark Wahlberg, Nathaniel, uh, Natalie Emanuel, Simi Liu, Michael Landis, um, Ali Sulamani, uh, Rob Collins. It's a good cast. I yeah. I what I think though, man, is like Mark Wahlberg is in a time of his life where he is enjoying making. He's not chasing anything anymore. He's just enjoying making different movies. Um, yeah. I also don't think he's like chasing Oscar roles, but like it just seems like every movie that he's doing nowadays, he does like a fun one, which is like the Apple TV joke where he was like the spy family yeah. man or whatever. But then he had the one where he was um, a born again preacher. And now it's this, like those, that's kind of, I wouldn't say they're Oscar bait type movies, but like I would consider them. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah, he's able to, to, to read through and be like, yes, yes, no, 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 yes, no, yes, no. And pick exactly what he wants to do. Right. Exactly. He ain't hurting for roles. No, he is not. No, he's not at all, dude. So, uh, th- like I said, this looks fun, man. This is like a blast. Obviously, got a cute, scraggly dog in this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Arthur the King, guys. We're going to throw us on our socials. Let us know your thoughts. All right, team. We got a new movie for you this week. That movie, Aquaman. Jason Momoa is mm. back, team. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, the sequel. movie was just re- released on Christmas. And this bad boy was directed by James Wan, written by James Wan, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. That's one person, team, okay? <laughs> that is... 
<laughs> that is a man's name right there. That's a man's name. Right <laughs> that is, there, that's no. strong. <laughs> uh, yeah, also, that. wait, wait. Also, Jason <laughs> Momoa and Thomas Possippet. So there was four four right writers, even though it sounds like a thousand. <laughs> uh, we have a $250 million budget, and we've grossed $258.3 million. Starting this, we have Jason Momoa as Arthur Curry or Aquaman, Patrick Wilson as Orm, Amber Heard as Mira, uh, Yaya Mateen as David Kane or Black Manta, Randall Park as Dr. Stephen Shin, Dolph Lundgren as Nereus, uh, Tamara Morrison as Tom Curry, and Nicole Kidman as Atlanta. Sure. All right, brother. Go ahead and uh, give us that quick synopsis so we can jump in here. Aquaman has to defend Atlantis and his family from Manta, who has continued seeking revenge for his father's death from the first film. Arthur seeks the help of his half-brother Orm in order to stop Manta's evil plan of world destruction. Yes, sir. All right, so let's hop in this one, man. So we got Arthur Curry... Aquaman back, the half Atlantean, half human king of Atlantis. Um, where do we find this guy right now in this movie, man? What is what is he up to? Uh, uh, being a dad. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got a small child. He's uh, working uh, as the king. You know, he's either he's either with the son or he's a king. Um. Basically, just trying to figure it out, right? Like uh, any any other new dad, just trying to figure out his his son and making sure he's happy and providing and working his day job. Yeah, man i I really like the the maturation of this guy. If you think about it, you know, we catch him in the one scene in Batman versus Superman, but that's a found footage scene. We just see him, and then we see yeah. him in in Justice League, uh, and then we get to see him again in his own movie, right, Aquaman. Yeah. And now, now we see him here. So the maturation process, where he is married, he's got a kid. He is more enjoying his half human life than he is his half Atlantean life as the king, and it just shows, mm. man. Like he wants to spend as much time with his. Uh, kid and his dad as possible where like his wife Mira it seems like she spends a lot of her time back in Atlantis right right so I like where he is at but he's also you know he's happy at home bored at work hey he's (laughs) he's basically he's basically all of us (laughs) right right yeah yeah (laughs) He's yep. basically all of us right right now, man. Falling asleep on the, on the the job and everything. I thought like, <laughs> those, those scenes were hilarious. I love the product placement. Also, like drinking the Guinness with his dad. It was just like, okay, no, here yeah. we go. Good job, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. We got you. Did you get a deal with Guinness? We see it here, man. I think, but, I think Momoa has one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude loves some Guinness. Yeah, so uh yeah, we see him grow from like just being a drunk and 
not caring about nothing to to really uh grounded i guess um just trying to do better right yeah do better for himself like he gained a north star with becoming king and then having this amazing woman in his life who you know birthed a child for him and everything so yeah he he's he's a different man and i do love you're right. You do love that maturation pro- process, right? I also want to know, like, where he was, where he was at in this in the Flash movie, that cameo at the end where he was drunk as hell. Was he just like, uh, he's still he, he's a young dad, but like, um, he just was out with Barry Wallen out, or was this right. even before that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm interested to see where that is. We'll never get to know, but that's beside the point, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> Moving forward here, we got Patrick Wilson as Orm Marius, Arthur's Atlantean half-brother and former king of Atlantis who is stripped of his title as Ocean Master and is imprisoned. Uh, I I like Patrick Wilson. Like, I like looking at him. He's a fantastic actor. He just kind of gives yeah. you... He just gives you some extra layer of himself every time that he performs, either it being, like, in the scary Conjuring movies that he does or some action adventure movie like like this, right? Yeah. He just he just gives it, and I I love his performance here. Where as there's a there's a straight man, and that's Patrick Wilson, and then there's like uh, Patrick, and then there's Jason Momoa who plays the funny guy, who plays the comic yeah. relief, right? Who just does it, but like Wilson is like, dude, buckle up, man. We we're in here, we're in a fight. <laughs> like, stay, stay focused. Yeah. There's no games with this guy ever, man. And he played that to a T. Cause like yeah. you know, Wilson, he wants to have fun. Like he he is that guy. He's actually pretty hilarious, yeah. but because he had to like refrain himself from doing that, made his role here even more awesome. Yeah, because like the the funny from him was more of a um the the I don't know guy, right? Like yeah. <laughs> um kind of learning learning about the the land and, and the, the mm-hmm. food and all that stuff. What was the other one? Uh, running. That was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he gets to just kind of play uh you know, dumbfounded guy who's kind of learning and able to to make you laugh that way. Still a badass though across the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Orm ain't nobody to mess with. Uh definitely he, he enjoyed these two together. He is better at pretty much everything than Arthur. <laughs> really? Yes. Like, oh, yes. like immediately like even <laughs> even on like even on land, like um like I said, when they were when they were running, I, that just that's in my head because I remember <laughs> I remember seeing him like in a scene where it's real far away. And I was like, what is he doing with his arms? Why is his arms yeah. back like that? Yeah. And then it goes to the next scene and it explains to him that. And then he takes off running and he's faster than Arthur. It's just, it's um, just fantastic writing in a movie right there, right? <laughs> where they drop something on you. And then a few minutes yeah. later, there's a payoff. Like, I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's immediately faster on land too. Uh, so just good. <laughs> it was really good. But then like the brotherly love, right? The brotherly hate and the love between these two. Um, yeah. They are our, our half brothers. Orm did try to have him killed in the first movie uh, a, a couple times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brother so, stuff, I guess. 
<laughs> exactly, you know, Big Brother, Little Brother, so whatever. <laughs> um, but they they have to work together in this movie, and that's where like the heartbeat of this movie is, man. Is that those two have to do get together as brothers and figure this out, solve this, save the day, yeah, uh, kick butt and take names, man, and. That's where a lot of the heart comes from. That's where a lot of the comedy comes from between these two. Um, that's something I just really thoroughly enjoyed, man. In a smaller role this movie, uh, but she is still back. We have Amber Heard as Mira, uh, the queen of Atlantis, Arthur's wife and mother of, of their child, Arthur Jr., and King Nearest's daughter, who can control water. Uh, really taken back as far as her role in this. Um, but still at the same exact time, man, um, she compliments Arthur so well in this movie yeah. and that's his North star, right? His wife, his, his kid, what he's doing is trying to make them proud and do good for them to have a better future, man. And you can yeah. see that through his actions because of her. So definitely appreciated that. And also, she saved his life one time in the movie. You know, she was there. I appreciated that of, of her character. Yeah, and it was enough, uh, like you said, of of her just being there to to appreciate the role. Yeah. Um, not, not to take over, you know. Uh, so that was good. All right, team. We have uh, Yahya Abdul Mantine the second back as David Kane slash Black Manta, a ruthless pirate and high seas mercenary. He uses an Atlantean armored suit and wields a powerful black trident in this movie, looking to uh, kill Arthur and his family for revenge of his own father. Uh, JV, this Black Manta in this movie. Mm-hmm. More of a badass. Talk to me, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the first one he was just uh, kind of there, um, just a means of of a a difficulty, right, for them in the first movie. Yeah. Um, and this one, he's he's really causing some some havoc in the world, and he just he's nothing but evil in this one, like. Like the first one, he was kind of funny a little bit, and you know he mm-hmm. kind of had a, um, he was on a journey to get his weapons and get this and that or the other. And this one, he's kind of, you know, he stumbles upon that trident early, so the whole movie he's just powerful, and there's like yeah. no, there is no funny to him in this one. He was he was straight, just evil. <laughs> Yeah, evil, ruthless, like solely focused on his one mission to kill Arthur and his family. Like yeah. that's that that's it. That's what I'm about. I'm standing on business right here, and that business is killing Arthur and his entire crew, his entire family, oh, yeah. everything that he loves. He wants to burn it all down. Did the rest of he kept on saying, "I want to burn it all down." Atlantis is underwater. I'm just saying, it's going to be a little difficult, right? But, you know, that's neither, I mean, that's neither here or there. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, uh, got got nothing for that. <laughs> but to but to compliment uh, David Kane Black Manta on his adventure to avenge his father is Randall Park, uh, Doctor mm-hmm. Stephen Chin, marine biologist obsessed with finding Atlantis who works for Black Manta, like. I love Randall Park and anything Randall Park does. No matter what comic book universe that he's in, no matter (laughs) if he's punching Keanu Reeves, I do not care. (laughs) This man is fantastic across the board. (laughs) Yeah, he's really good at at that personality switch in his his, uh, characters he plays. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because he's still funny, right? Like, he's still... He's still got a certain delivery about him. Yeah. Even when he's trying to be serious, that kind of just makes you want to smile. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's like, he doesn't, he's one of those guys who like, like you can under, you, you see Jason Momoa and he says something or does something and it is funny. Just yeah. Absolute hilarious. Uh, Randall Park, he doesn't try. He doesn't try it. It's effortless to make people nope. laugh when, when you're Randall Park. And he does that in his role. He does that in this role here, where yeah. it's just like it's just like the one scene where when they first right before they 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 find the black trident, and uh, Black Manta's like, "That's good. Everything is uh, everything is melting away." And uh, in Randall Park's right. station is like, uh, "Actually, that's actually not good at all for the planet." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know about your theater, but my theater erupted in in, in yeah. laughter, Javier. Right? Because yeah. just the way he delivered that was fantastic. And he also says uh, they're talking about going under the water in there too. He's like, "Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that's where the monster is." Okay, we're gonna go down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just yeah, fantastic, man. But like, he's his obsession with wanting to be more famous and discover Atlantis and bring it to the world, bring it back to like the earth world on the, the surface yeah. world, as they say in the movie is, is so blinding him to the evils. What uh black Manta is doing until it's too late. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of his thing. So he's actually one of the best characters in the movie where his motivations are very simple easy to understand and you kind of agree with him because hell what what doctor what scientist has never been in that position where they want to be the first to discover something but you gotta do a little bit of evil you gotta get down with a little bit of doctor evil to do it so like his his character was so believable because even at one Mm -hmm. point he was like if i wanted to go would you let me go and (laughs) I mean, good luck out there, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I I thoroughly. Well, he was also the. Scared, yeah, I mean, he was also the one that. You know, we we talk, <laughs> it was basically laughed about last week's episode. Where we talked about, you know, the guy who started it all, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's the one that that made the weapons work and made the sub work and was basically the genius behind everything that happened. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we got one of those guys and, again. 
and then but then he had a change of heart. You know what I mean? These come on, yeah, exactly. Javi. It's it's twenty twenty four. Come on, man. These guys give him a second <laughs> chance, Javi. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, Randall Park, man, he just just nails the, the the funny even when he's just not trying to be funny. I always love seeing Agreed. him. Agreed, man. Uh, moving forward here, we got uh, Dolph Lundgren back as Nearsis, the king of Expel and Mira's father. Um, tomorrow, Morrison as Tom Curry, Arthur's father who works as a lighthouse keeper. Holding down that lighthouse, baby, is what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nicole Kidman as Atlanta, Arthur and Orm's mother and former queen of Atlantis here. Uh, so, you know, we got some good characters coming through as as well that i thoroughly enjoyed man one shout out one humongous shout out actually is martin short martin short voices mm. kingfish who wrote the pi- private the pirate haven called the sunken citadel um yeah he started talking and i'm like wait that's my man that's my, that's my <laughs> man from only murders in the building right there martin short that was a dope addition man like yeah, I, I will. I love listening to uh, hearing Marty Short speak, man. Just fantastic. So, all right, man. So this movie itself uh, sets music, look, feel about this sequel, man. Talk to me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this whole thing is green screen or blue screen, whichever one they use. Other yeah. than like the house, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're in this little this house and it's super tiny. You know, it's a little just a little house on on the 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 rocks there next to the lighthouse. And I'm watching this and I see like when we're in it to begin with, right? It's just Tom Curry there living. And then now it's Tom and Arthur and the baby. So now there's like motorcycles in the living room and, and it looks like a garage yeah. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yep. Right. Uh, it looks more of a garage than a house, uh, which was, which was funny when I was watching that. And then, you know, then we got the ocean, which is big. Um, Atlantis always looks really awesome. It's been looking really awesome since they started showing in the first movie. Yeah. Um, everything else was pretty cool. I mean, you got the the forest with all the big bugs and stuff. That was pretty crazy. That was probably my favorite uh, part of the movie as far as the scenes and yeah. stuff was like the big plants and the giant animals. Uh, but, I mean, pretty typical CGI movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I, I like, man, is like they could have made this movie – this one in the first one, and hell, even the scene in uh, Justice League, they could have made it look really crappy mm-hmm. because there's scenes in Justice League uh, that do look crappy, but they make Atlantis as believable that there's actually people living under there as possible, and like, yeah. I, like the details is is what it's about, man. The flowing hair underwater, the mm-hmm. bubbles, 
all these beautiful details that are in here, man, I, it was just good to be back. You know, you know, like after watching, um, and it's, this is actually under sad pretenses, but watching, um, you know, Black Panther Wakanda forever and being back into the world of Wakanda, even though it was yeah. under sad pretenses, it was still a good feeling to be back in that world. I felt the same here, man. I felt the same yeah. thing here. We're like, this is world building, and we've actually got to see a lot more of Atlantis here, a lot more of the council and how things work. He's on the throne now, his daily duties right. and everything. I I thought it was really cool, man. Um, James Wan is a terrific director, comes from a horror background, and was able to use his skills in horror, use his skills from what he learned by doing the seventh Fast and the Furious movie, and just create created a beautiful follow-up world here with the lost kingdom also we got to see so many different locations i love it because this is like this is like a james bond type movie where you go from beautiful location to beautiful location to beautiful location right and the good guys are like whipping ass along the, the way and like taking names yeah i thought that was really cool yeah, that was definitely the best best part of the movie was moving around. Uh, I agree. <laughs> not not getting bored, right? Not getting bored yep. of this the same thing over and over. Yep, yep, yep. And it was like somewhere in the Pacific, somewhere in the like, like they didn't they didn't yeah. make it cheesy, right? By like naming yeah. the area of the ocean something, right? They just kept it very simple, makes it yeah. easy for us to understand. It didn't take us out of the movie because. They don't care where you're at. They just want you to see how gorgeous this VFX and everything looks. Fantastic job. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Um, Talk about a theme here. Uh, The theme is brother, like brotherhood, man. Family um, is what a big theme of this movie is. But it's also like doing what is right even when everybody is telling you no yeah like arthur like or or even says it like arthur makes the difficult choices even in the face of everybody telling him no and he has that because he has that rebel mentality um he has that like i have to do this no matter what because this is the right thing in yeah. my heart and he That's also the theme I got this. It, and he's also looking at it from Atlantis and the surface world point of view. Exactly. Not just one exactly. or the not just one or the other. I agree, yeah. He definitely wants to bridge the bridge the gap. He's a man from both worlds and I uh, just think it's the right thing to do, and I thoroughly Love that as a theme of this movie. All right, team. So that's our conversation about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. JV, I know your boy is Jason Momoa. Uh, Give me your thoughts and ratings on this flick, brother. Yeah, I wasn't uh, wasn't sure how this one was going to go. I kind of ghosted as much as I could on like any social media teases and things like that. Same. Yeah. Um, I had to, cause you know how that, how it sways 
Or it could go from this is the most horrible movie in the world to this is one of the best movies. So I went into it not knowing a whole lot about what was happening. And I was kind of surprised at like the enjoyment of the movie. Yeah. Um, it's not the best movie ever made, but, you know, I think, like you said, with um, with Patrick Wilson and and Jason Momoa being like on the same path this time instead of fighting against each other. It was a really fun brother uh, duo in this one going back and forth off of each other and just, you know, uh, Arthur treating Orm like a little brother, right? That was yeah. some of the best parts. <laughs> you know, he's eating bugs and, uh, you know, he's telling them all this different stuff about the surface world. Uh, so I enjoyed that part. Um, as far as like Black Manta and that character, you know, he was he was all right. Um, he didn't really give us much of a story this time. I think he kind of played that that line out in the first one with with the revenge for his father. Now it's it's still revenge for his father, but it's like it's just I'm trying to destroy the world now and everything. Yeah. You know, it, it grew from just going after Aquaman to now he just wants to destroy everything. So, you know, that's that's whatever there. Um, but I'm going to give this one three buckets of popcorn. Uh, okay. It was a good watch. I'm, I'll, I'll check it out again. Uh, like I said, it had its, uh, it definitely had its ups and downs uh, throughout the movie. Yeah. Okay. What about you, man? Yeah, dude. Um, I, I went into this thinking that this was going to be an absolute crapshoot of a movie. I went into this thinking that <laughs> cinema, cinema in 2023 was just not the best outside of like a handful of movies, and everything else yeah. was basically like hot garbage. Two buckets or or, or less. Um, right. I mean, we got an Expendables four. So, uh, greatest movie ever made. Greatest movie ever made here, man. So, just the star power and the brother, the brothership of Arthur and Orm, the the world building, the be- the beautiful look of this film, man. I was thoroughly surprised leaving the theater, man. This one, yeah. This one for me, man, as a follow up in the last. DCEU installment, the final one, 15th and final, guys. Um, this one, four buckets of popcorn, man. This was a, okay, this was, go. this was a great movie. It was fun. I, didn't, was I don't time. need, I don't need The Dark Knight. You know what I mean? I don't need that type <laughs> of follow up movie, right? But I also yeah. don't need, like, Ant Man and the Wasp. This was world building. This was, like real emotional stakes on the line. Uh, this was, hey, I have an asshole baby brother. Well, let me bring him into the fold. Hey, I have this guy who literally wants to do nothing but kill me because I didn't save his father. Um, let me deal with, with with him. Hey, I'm a father now. How do I deal with that? Yeah, and still still be king, right? So there's a lot of weighty, meaty stuff here that no matter who you are can take something and be like, that relates to my life to me, man. Right. That's a good movie. 
that's a good comic book movie, man. That's what we want to see in our in our comic book heroes is like how they are relatable to us as as regular human being folk. And yeah. he hit every cylinder in this movie as a leading man. And I also love it that he got to write, help write this story. Um, yeah. Jason Momoa for president is what I'm saying, man. 2024, guys. Yeah. I think Randall Park had a lot to do with it, too. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Randall Park is the man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did I eventually think, save the day. Yeah, I didn't think uh, his role was going to be that long. I honestly thought he was going to you know, not make it out of that first scene. But did you? Did you, you same. Know, here we go. And then, like, remember when they were finally getting to uh, Necris? And it was like, why is why is Randall in the other submarine thing with the baby? Like, why of all people? Why is Ra- Stephen Shin doing that of all people? Like, like it was so. Who knows? So Who I, knows? I, I I hope a good payday for him. I hope a good Ferrari yeah. for him, man. I do love Randall Park in this movie. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Next week, we'll be discussing the Blumhouse horror flick, Night Swim. And you can catch that in a theater near you. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me across all socials as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me across all socials at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And keep swimming.